All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pals Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Liorti. I still hate saying that, by the way. It really does suck, but I'll get used to it eventually. Uh, before we jump into today's episode with uh, our good pal, Ollie, and three-time guest now, I want to tell you a little bit about what's happening in the city of Toronto and the week I just had. I was currently just in Halifax, and if uh, if you've never been, I highly recommend going. This is not an ad or anything, just telling you that I had a great time. I think for three of us, we spent like 1500 bucks, including flight, hotel, food, like everything. Uh, great spot, good food along the water. We went to Lundenburg, a uh, small little town, or I guess a fisherman's town close by. We also did Fisherman's Cove. We did Peggy's Cove. Peggy's Cove is one of the gr- nicest sunsets I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I'm not even lying on that, uh, and I'm not even getting paid to say this. It's just literally one of the nicest sunsets I've ever seen. It was it was honestly beautiful. Uh, me, my mom, my dad, we went for Easter weekend, and we had a lovely trip. Uh, people really nice out there. The food was great. I was expecting a little bit more oysters, but uh, it's, you know, it's off-season right now. Like It's not really fisherman season because of the weather, but overall, really, really good experience. Um, we had a blast out there, so shout out to the people of Halifax and the city. It's amazing. I'll definitely be uh, going back in the future. Some other things happening in the city of Toronto. The Leafs and the Raptors both clinched the playoffs this week. That's massive news if, if you're a sports fan in the city. Um, you know, with TFC kind of full swing, Jays home openers this week. The Leafs and the Raptors will both be hosting games. The Leafs are playing the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they're going to be hosting them at home for games one, two, five, and potentially seven. And the Raptors are in the play-in tournament, so they're going to be uh, playing against Chicago. Jurassic Park will be open. Maple Leaf Square will be open. So the city is going to be buzzing, especially because this week we've got such nice weather. I think the city's going to be buzzing even more. So uh, make sure you get outside, enjoy yourself. I guess I'll tell you a little bit about this episode. We got our good pal, Ollie. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's been on the pod twice already. So he's our second three-time guest. He's also like just an overall amazing person. Ollie, I know you're probably going to listen to this. And I fucking love you, man. Uh, always takes care of the boys when we go out. He's a um, partner at Dear Lady and Parlor. So we talked a lot about that. And this episode was actually shot at uh, Dear Lady right in one of the corner booths. If you see it, um, go watch it on, on YouTube or check out the social clips on uh, the clips on social media because the place is honestly gorgeous. And it was funny enough that we were there on the Saturday night before we recorded this last Monday. Uh, so it, it, it was just honestly a really good experience. We're going to be shooting a lot of podcasts out of there now as we don't have a studio anymore. So... Uh, you'll see a lot of that background. Um, the staff's amazing at both locations, Dear Lady and Parlor. Uh, Parlor's one of the best Sunday fun days in the city. Uh, they got dr- great drink specials too. Fuck, this sounds like an ad, but it's really not. I, It's literally, Parlor is probably my favorite place to go in the city. And Dear Lady's creeping up there now too. I've, I haven't had a bad time at either place. So if you're from the city of Toronto, go check it out. It's down the alley on King between Portland and Bathurst. And listen to the episode. We talk all about it. Uh, and we also talk about Greenwood Steaks, which is... um. I guess all these horse race that he's a partner in. Uh, good times, good vibes. And yeah, honestly, let's just kind of roll right into it. Let's go, pals. Oh, first off, I missed the whole thing. Yeah. I'm, so I'm off Instagram like during the week. Yeah. So someone called me the other day. I was like, how funny was that April Fool's joke? I'm like, oh, what happened? Like, I, I missed yeah. it. Like, oh, you didn't see all these posts? I was like, no. I, I saw a post of like you pretending to DJ or something. I was yeah. like, 
oh cool maybe ollie's doing a special set <laughs> i didn't even pay attention she's like no it was like all about like diplo and shit i was like what yeah 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 so uh we have been planning it for a long time actually sean and i sean has always wanted to do um an april fool's joke for us at parlor for the longest time and it's just never like came to fruition where it's just like oh we'll do something about the pizza or like say we're changing cuisine or something like that and then I was like, well, let's try and like just say that we're having a DJ since we've been obviously. Well, you just did one, right? Yeah, we just did Thomas Jack. Uh, we just did Farrick Dawn. So it kind of aligned pretty perfectly with it and how it tied with me going down to Ultra. And then literally from that, it's just like so believable. And like Diplo is that like I couldn't do like Calvin Harris. No, because, because Calvin would never play like a small room. But correct. Diplo does that kind of stuff. Exactly. So I was like, let's try it. And with my designer, because at first he was like, let's just do it live. I'm like, no, we have to make it so believable to the fact where it's it, like he could come here. So when I when we were launching it and I'm like, this could like I was like, I thought it could go big. I didn't think it go completely viral, but it went viral really fast. So uh, the lead up with the special guest announcement coming at this when, when we blanked it out the name that was on the Thursday, Friday, the announcement. Oh, my God, it's Diplo. And the plan was to then on Saturday morning post the uh, April Fool's. We got you blah, 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 blah. But in that process of posting it at 10 a.m., 10 a.m. then took. It, like it literally took 47 minutes, 47 minutes for their management team to reach out to us. And then like three calls to me being like, Hey, we're not uh, playing. What the uh, fuck? You're screwing up all of our other shows. There's like obviously a radius clause. So he's playing, I think somewhere in Windsor with a Maxim party that I think was affecting it. And then someone here in Ontario is obviously try another show is affecting him as well. <laughs> so it's like, you're affecting all the shows and whatever. So it only took 47 minutes to go viral to hit their team. And you can only imagine like with my following and obviously Parler's yeah. following because they actually hit up Parler's Instagram. And that's where it's like, okay, before like a legal battle or anything, which that's what I was scared about was to like ensue from it. So then I was like, okay, let's uh, take it down. Let's post the April Fool's thing now before it goes. But within an hour's time, because I had had the post April Fool's, there was on the parlor Instagram shares, there was over 200. And then on my own was like a hundred and 47 minutes, 47 minutes. That's wild. So crazy. It's just, it is believable. Cause like he would play a place like this, you know, like a good, like Sunday brunch vibe spot. And it just, and it just, it paired so perfectly because of the Sunday before Thomas, Jack. Thomas, Jack, we did a whole production. People are like, Holy yeah. crap. Parlor's really like putting their Sundays and their DJ yeah. performances on the map. So from that, um, yeah, we upset a lot of people, which was kind of funny. And then we also like, we pranked a lot of people. So how many messages did you get personally? Personally, 150. That's wild. Yeah. A hundred. Like when I first posted, I just waited and it was like over 47. And then like my message, like my, I messages went to like, Close to 200. And then probably like the parlor, like secondary inbox was just like, oh my God. And, how do and I, I had only warned. So this is the whole thing is that only our GM knew, the other partners knew, uh, my reservation management team knew, and then our social media team. So it's like, there was like probably 10 Five, people, yeah. but I let the, I, we didn't tell the rest of the staff. It's like all your servers. So like, oh my God. Okay, everyone was so excited because they're like, oh my God, we just sold like a million tables. And then me and Alex, our GM, we're just trying, I was like, 
I, I was like, I'm just messaging her like through like outside of the group, just saying like, okay, this is like we're just gonna say we're sold out. And then my whole thing was when it was blowing up, I was gonna be and my next post after that was gonna say, um, uh, oh my god, overwhelming response. T guest list, a limited guest list link was gonna be posted on at 10 a.m. And then that was gonna yeah, that was gonna Fools, be the yeah. April Fool's one. That's so good. Again, I didn't even hear. I heard about it like after. A lot of people were upset. There was more people upset. And then there was a lot of people being like, oh, you got me. Yeah. And then there was the other people being like, you posted April Fool's tour. I was like, I had to do it. Because yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Like it blew up. And mm -hmm. man, you can't have like Diplo's team at you. Because maybe one day they might play here, right? Well, this is the thing is that Sam Hunt, the agent from um, Wasserman Group. He, I was just like playing. I was like, sorry for that, but would love to do a show in the future. He's like, after what has just happened, I don't think this would ever happen again with you guys. And I go, okay, like obviously Relax. people are taking it pretty seriously. And then I won't name names, but other people that knew Diplo within the city were messaging Diplo saying, hey man, I can't wait to see you, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> like I'm, I'm pumped for whatever, but he's asleep on the West Coast because it's only 7 a.m., so it was, it actually turned out to be our most successful, like April fools to date. We've already planned next year's maybe, I don't know. Now, now, now you're kind of worried now. Like, no, what? but the best part about it is that it was just so big that people forgot it was actually April fools. And I might've just ruined April fools for everybody this year because it just happened so fast. And that just put a whole realization that uh, Saturday was April 1st. That's, that's so funny. Crazy. Now, honestly, hearing about it, I was like, "Oh, that's a great April Fool's." And like, I wish I, I wish I saw it all live. Like, yeah. I missed the whole joke. I actually, missed like all some people were sleeping. Some people had no idea while you were off it. Yeah. Some people, like some of our other service team, but our staff and holder, like we well, like can't Friday's show a good social media day. Like everybody's on Instagram or TikTok yeah. first thing Friday morning. Like nobody's working first thing in the morning, right? No. Everyone, everyone's having their coffee break. Like, oh, it's lunchtime. Like, you, didn't, you didn't even make it That's to lunch. That's why it like it didn't even make it to lunch, but that was the whole thing is that after once people got the word of it, it was pretty. And then we got the messages from uh, on, like the parlor. So it was like, screw it. I'm still coming. So it's like, <laughs> I guess you could play it off the, any press is good. Uh, bad press, any, sorry, any no good marketing bad press. Bad, or bad marketing. So overall no, 100%. success. And just like it aligns with everything you're doing. Obviously we'll talk about parlor and dear lady, but like yeah. the Sundays here are the vibe. Like Thomas Jack was, that was an, an amazing day. It was sick. And like our whole new, how I wanted to like kind of set up our events this year, like with obviously dear lady launching in November, um, everyone knowing that like we have an established Sunday, but it was like really taking our Sunday and our just like show brands like to a higher level. So it's just like, let's put in more production. Our mom brunches are coming up and this Bacardi did like partnered with us for that Thomas Jack event. Yeah. We might've like over, I definitely overspent a little bit more <laughs> than I should have, but it also sent us it set us up for success to what we have coming and what we're going to do. And it also like pushed the boundaries of like, creativity and everything within the venue where it's like, I've always wanted to do a really cool setup like yeah. that. But then I like, I love Thomas. He's, he's amazing guys. We went for brunch. We had some fun with him. He, he didn't want to leave. I literally texted him out. I'm like, how'd your like Facebook marketplace move go the next day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, but the, the funny part about it is that regardless of the fact that even if like you DJed or I DJed, it was just like the wow factor that once people saw that and they were like, they were in bed or they weren't going to come out. People just came out because they said, what the hell is going on? People thought this was like a different, like people thought that when I was posting this, I was still in Miami 
because yeah. I had just, I literally had flown back that night to come back from ultra to come to that. So it was, it was well, cool. it's also like Sundays now in Toronto. I feel like before we used to, we used to have a brunch back here. Like yeah. I, I was too young for it. It wasn't really my vibe back in the day, but like right. the last, I guess even before COVID last like three or four years, like Sundays have like started to like really develop Day in the city. Too. And a lot of people are trying to do their own things, but like mm -hmm. parlor, I guess started when did parlor open? What? 19? We opened in 2019 sidelined by pandemic. We came back harder with the Sunday start here literally a year ago of like when me and Chalm were thinking about like, wow, like literally it was like the end of March is when I was like, let's really yeah. push for Sundays. And like, again, I'll credit to like laissez fair for doing like disco, disco brunch, brunch because that was like the only real, like new wave of yeah. our generation for day parties. Yep. And then once that happened, I kind of just was like, well, we, if anyone can do it, we can do it because we have the beautiful venue. That's like bigger space. Yeah. Like, yeah, you still feel like you're outdoors. It's inviting. Yep. It's like, it's a day party vibe. And the thing about like right now is right now is that time where the weather's starting to turn and everybody's itching. Exactly. Like yesterday I was insane. Yesterday being Sunday, yeah. I was insanely hungover and I, I saw someone posting. I'm like, that looks like a vibe. Maybe. And, I should go. And the best thing. I should go. Yeah, and the best thing is, is that. I think about well, how many people are exactly like me that just end up going. They're like, fuck it, I'm hungover. Let's just keep the party no, going. But that's exactly. Keep the party going. People come here for brunch. And yep. then it's like our DJ starts at two or three, usually three o'clock. And then it's like the vibe. So I came back here because we had a really amazing buyout that we had up here. But we had the vibes going because a lot of the people that were up here for the event were downstairs before. So we had the influx of people. So it's just like, again, social media, people are like, oh my God, oh my God, should I come out? Should I come out? And people are like, I don't know how you keep me. And we call it the vortex. It's like, I don't know how you keep us in the vortex, like for the whole weekend. And it's like, it's pretty cool just to see now that we've established a really, really cool party and just a place to be during the day on a Sunday. I think this entire year, basically, if I wasn't away that week, I think I've been here at some point almost every single week this year. Yes. Like think about it. you launched, you launched like half price wine on like Mondays to Wednesdays. I think I came like the first three weeks like yeah, randomly yeah, yeah, yeah. just like, oh, let me grab some oysters and some wine. And then I think Sundays have been here. What? Once a month, at least at least one, whenever you're in the city, basically whenever <laughs> I'm in the city. Dear lady, I find myself here too. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fuck, I need to stop going out in Toronto. Sticking on, sticking on parlor. Yeah. Thomas Jack was the first one of the year and that was a rager. Right. What else can you tell us that you have lined up this year? So when is the podcast launch? This will be released next week. Okay, so if you release this next week, I'll give the artist announcement right now. Okay, perfect. Is that tomorrow at 12 p.m. we're launching here in Dear Lady, our, our sorry, our April artist, and that's Hitty. Hitty's like a UK tech house artist that is blowing up in his own right because of his remixes. So he ties a lot of hip hop with like tech house and like banging beats. Yeah. He's kind of been like a little bit of a viral sensation and I've seen him. So basically what we're trying to do too, uh, not in parlor, but in dear lady, especially is kind of just like the smaller, like up and rising stars that we can get at a good price to put in like a very intimate room. But yeah. Cause you can't put a thousand people in this room. No. Like what, what's capacity in here? Well, capacity is 180. We push like maybe 200. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, like a lot of it is like it's table service, no yeah. dance floor. Also, for the people who aren't watching on YouTube, we are currently recording Dear Lady. This is kind yep. of like, I guess, my second, third studio now, I guess. I guess, you, yeah, because now we're thinking about a residency here. Yeah, you yeah. never know. Maybe, maybe this corner right here. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad to announce that that's like Hitty is our April Dear Lady artist. So that's a hot take for you. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, lo yeah. we love the exclusives. Yeah. You know what I was actually talking about someone the yeah. other day? I miss the days where like 
and this is comes from like the promo days where like me and all my friends would go out, we'd get a table and like chill there and grab balls. Cause someone said the other day, it's like, Ricky, you're all, anytime you get to a venue, we don't see you. You just wander around the whole day. Like you're always like talking to people and making friends or just wandering. Like, yeah, I love doing that. You know me, I can't sit still. Right, right, right. But when we used to get like, go out like 10 of us, get a table, like, you know, a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls, we'd have fun and sit there. Now I'm like, I literally don't remember the last time. Like I went out with my friends to like a nightclub and mm -hmm. got a table. Yeah. So it's so hard to like organize a group of people now. Like it's just like birthdays. Yes. Or like some sort of engagement party or something. Well, and that's and that's kind of the thing where it's just I feel those are still consistent where it's like you're celebrating a birthday, uh like any kind of achievement, bachelor, bachelorette party, those kind of things. You still have like the table app uh, sorry, the table concept where you like you want your group to have like a home base. And then what we've done with Deerlay, obviously we're like table heavy up here to like buy bottle service. But what we see a lot is that we'll sell like 75, 50, 50 to 75% of the room before like the week, like before the night starts. And then after everyone just gets the vibe and they're like, I want a table yeah. because they want that home base. They want that security and they just want a place to pop off one or to, they're like, wow, this place is really special because how we've created the room. Do you get a lot of people that like have dinner downstairs and then come up? So or is much. it people that stay, get dinner downstairs, stay downstairs? Uh, a lot of people love the parlor ride. So that's the whole thing too, is that when we created Dear Lady, we want it to be a different experience from Parlor. Yeah. Parlor is like your standalone, like anything goes, anything can happen. You have dinner that then turns into make what you want, basically, is how we kind of say yeah. it. And then after we say the Parlor made you do it. But Dear Lady was the whole focus of like transforming like our concept just on a higher level. Obviously, from our amazing, beautiful design from Chris, one of our partners, he did an unbelievable job with like insight from us to build the room but then it was like okay what can we do differently and with me being inside the marketing realm and the events i was like well there's no real good place other than like your massive clubs and a few other places just doing house music so i wanted to revolve everything around house music whether like the genres are like in in between but like just first of all it brings like a mature crowd it's high energy it's good 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 it's not for everyone but with our like DJ, our residents now that all play because I don't just have like one certain person. I do have people that I use more now. Like a rotation or something? A rotation, usually around five or six people. But now they just, some of the guys just know how to play the room so perfectly that if someone's like a EDM, EDM like, like festival main stage person that loves your like Calvin Harris's, your, you know, the bigger people, but they'll be in here and then they'll be setting like a more of a house uh, deeper vibe. Sometimes they stay within the room because like our sound system, the vibes of it all is just something. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people that come into dearly, they say it's like, it's very New York. It's very different. It's a It's what I'd have to say out of all the rooms inside the city, the nicest room yeah. that like you like come into that is not like anything else. Even like the exposed brick, the, like the yeah. wood beams, everything you kept like this. Cause uh, this building's gotta be fucking old, old. Yeah. It's like, it's a uh, early 1900s. Yeah, exactly. So like, you, you feel that you're in like, Honestly, yeah, a good, cool New York-y spot. Yeah. Like, like a, a Soho, Chelsea uh, people spot. People that come from New York are like, this is very New York. Yeah. And that was a lot, I think, behind the design concept was like that, like art lofty, as you see some of the graffiti stuff, where it's just like, you just go down the alley, you go up an elevator or stairs, and then you walk into this room that just is like, whoa, what is going we on We weren't here? expecting that. Yeah. And, it, and to be honest, it's like sensory overload because there's just so much going on from our lighting rigs to the lighting rig, to the sound, to the DJ, to the people, uh, to the flow of the bar. We're one of the only places inside the city that has like a center bar. 
So that's like, so even like the sight lines everywhere, it's like you, you can, can be see on everything. the backside, you see everything, you see the DJ, you see, and it's the flow of the room that works really well as well. You know, it's so funny. Like I've been here numerous times now, and even when we were there the other day, we were there during the day, but when you're sober somewhere, like with the lights on, you don't really like, yeah. there's so much I miss. I didn't know that wall, like that <laughs> whole wall design. I didn't realize these mirrors and stuff. Yeah. Mind you, I've never been in this little area here. This area is like the hidden gem when you have a lot of people when we were, when we were opening up in November and before the mirrors were actually here because we, we put that as like, Hey, if we have a special guest, like Drake comes by or something, we can close those still have it as like, like, sorry, segregated from the yeah. room, but you still feel part of it. But when you actually sit up top of these and you look and these are all open when you turn them, it's such a cool room to see from up here and it just opens it up. And that's kind of what we want, but there's, it's sneakily huge too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we hold like 180 to 200 people in here, but like you can fit 300 in here oh, easily, easily, yeah, easily with the vibe. So yeah, it's been a really cool transition. It's been, it's been, it's finding, it's literally finding its own legs, like Bambi into, I guess like a mature deer, <laughs> a mature deer. Yeah. No, but you know, it's true because every, every opening has like the first couple of weeks are always going to be busy just because like friends and family, whatever, everyone wants to come check it out. Yeah. But then places take their own their own life yeah, they, yeah, they yeah kind of follow through with the like lost and found is one of the, the good ones i remember i remember when they first opened to a year later it was completely different right remember i think you did the wednesdays or the thursdays house the music. thursdays but that and that was i used mickey's mentality whereas when they first opened it was just friday saturdays and then the monday yeah because it's like before you launch and then you put like a ton of hosts doing all this stuff because you want to make sure your Fridays and Saturdays are your mainstay. That, that's your money. You maker. have them. Yeah. Your moneymaker. You make your sure. Yeah, exactly. It's like makes what the venue is. And then you do that one off weekly that then like gives you that extra bit of flow. But then it's also something that like you, you can have a signature about. So what we did after our Fridays and Saturdays, there's not really a Wednesday. Like I remember I started the Escobar Wednesdays five, six years ago with Maddie and the uh, team. And then that kind of, they then moved to Tuesdays and there's not really a Wednesday spot. I guess the really only other place was Mr. Wolf. And then I went with the team. I was like, let's just make Wednesdays great again to the point where it's just like, everyone's buzzing around King West. We never do cover here unless it's a special event. We'll do like limited amount of tickets. And then the rest is yeah. all done guest list and bottles. But it's just like one of those pop in things. It gives you a little bit more of an atmosphere. You come in and then like progressively as the night goes, like our Wednesdays, will be like easy grab drinks at the bar. The bar is very heavy. And then people start to just buy booze once it just starts going. So well, that's what happened. When was I here after the Apres ski party? I think I was like, I sat at the bar the entire <laughs> night. Mind yeah. you, I was, I was on one that night. Yeah. But yeah, I sat at the bar the entire time. That was the first time I've been to yeah. like, I guess, a club and sat at a bar. Right. I don't think I've ever done that before in my and, entire life. Which is kind of cool is like how we position is that no matter if like sitting at the bar or at a table, you still feel like you're a part of the party yep. and how we position the bar in the center. It works really well. I kind of now sitting in most of, other than my couch beside my other like favorite spot is on now on this sort of backside, backside of the at the bar and just doing a bottle and then watching it from over there. hundred yeah, It's a better vantage point and it's just like a really cool vibe at the backsides, which is kind of cool as well. So. Do you know what's it's interesting now too is that I feel like in, at least in Toronto maybe even other places too I don't maybe you got some insight to this I feel like the 
the idea of big clubs are kind of dying down now. Like they're meant for shows. But like something. even in Toronto, what big clubs do we have? Well, history is technically a club, I guess. But one but of the like, best music venues inside of the yeah. city because of it, it's how uh, it's perfectly sized to what it is. But it only really does shows. Yeah, but if you think about it, like for if I'm going to do a show, I'd rather do it at History than Rebel. Correct. You know what I mean? Like Rebels. It's a massive, it's a massive club still. But what other than that, what other big clubs? Are there? I guess Toy Box. Toy Box is your other one, and that's like you know a good thousand person room or something. There are, so from what I've heard, is that there are a few new concert like club venues okay. opening up because I feel within like the live music game or like DJ game is that like there's enough room within the city for everyone to kind of like space around. Okay, where it's just we'll see where that goes in the next little while, but. I know for a fact that there's three new venues opening with like caps of going to like 1500 plus. Oh shit. Yeah. Like in the city or like in on the, the outskirts in the city. Okay. And then outside the city, a Woodbine racetrack is because we do the Greenwood stakes there. Um, for this year we were trying, they're doing the brand new casino beside Woodbine, which then has a huge amphitheater that's being built inside there, which is going to be, they're putting a hotel there. there too. No, correct. So yeah, it's I like a, a trifecta for them. Casino, new casino, Race Amphitheater, racetrack, oh, four, sorry. And hotel. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I guess within its own self that, like, there's always going to be those bigger spots. But then at the same time, it's like, I feel people are going to, that's like the destination venues that you go to. But you can't like, wander there. Right. But, like, somewhere within King West, we can offer these cool things. And what, like, Sean has always told me and, like, our, like, Sorry, not toll, but it's like our concept around is what we were trying to build within Dear Lady and then like what we're bringing to parlor. It's like bigger DJs or DJs in a small room. So it's that intimate vibe of like the boiler room setup yeah. because we do have the DJ booth in the middle of the dance floor that's like kind of there. So it's like you feel it. So that was like kind of really cool up here doing our first DJ event on St. Patrick's Day in Dear Lady with Farrakh Dawn. And that was my first. I was super nervous just being like, I don't know if this is going to work. But it worked out perfectly in the way that it was and everyone was vibing. And it's just like a lot of the people that would never come here, they go to your codas or all those yep. other smaller intimate like um, music venues. And they're like, wow, I've never been here. And it's like, thank you so much because it's like they're literally in an arm's reach from a DJ, which is kind of cool, kind of scary. Oh. Well, even like Thomas yeah. Jack, like literally yeah. random people are just coming coming yeah. up and you, you could literally just walk into the booth. Exactly. And you could Especially just, when you yeah. get a DJ who's like cool and like with the vibes. He's not like, don't fucking touch me. It's like, yeah, yeah, come yeah. On. yeah let's groove. Yeah, Thomas was pretty easy going oh, as you is. sign it. And the funny thing about Thomas too is like after that is that he didn't want money, like he didn't want to lead to the fact that he's just like, oh shit, like, uh, dude, mate, you gotta, you gotta book me again. You gotta book me again. I want to do a five hour city. He's like, I'm going to miss my flight. Fuck. I don't know. And he's just like one of those, but that felt really good. Cause once they saw it, they're like, holy crap. Yeah. And then their management artist team, uh, sorry, agents and everyone start to see what we're doing. So what that, you can build and everything. And like, well, it just helps us from future bookings. Cause now 100%. they see what we can do. Yeah. hundred percent. And downstairs, like you don't. You don't need the DJ, right? It's not like if you don't have the DJs, your Sundays are going to suck, right? There's other venues that they try and they do one-offs. And if it's not for the, whatever, the special event, mm -hmm. nobody's going there. Exactly. Right? Sometimes they're not even open or something. Well, that's the thing. It's you guys don't need to because, again, you have good food. The vibe that you guys have, I guess, curated over the last year, year and a half, whatever right. it's been, is that, okay, you're going out on a Sunday. You're popping into the parlor at some point throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Whether you're coming in for lunch and you might stay or maybe you're going to go to Disco Brunch and then come here after. Like, there's enough... 
there's enough people in the city that go out on a Sunday that you don't need to even like compete. It's like, hey, right. you know what? You're gonna you're gonna have your people that love LF, and that that's fair. And then you're gonna have your people that love Parley. You're gonna have your people that do both. Right. Some people like I'm sure there's times where you probably do both too, right? I do both, and the thing is, is that, yeah, friends, like you've already right? said is that like we've created the culture, we created the vibe just for moving forward, which is really really special to see what we've created and what we've done. And now that it's like, you're right, we don't need a DJ to do it. It's just like that one. We just yeah. need to put a little bit more, but like a little bit more to it just to like kind of like tease people because in May we are launching our mum brunch, which is like our mainstay one that we did the year before. Yeah. We've There are partners again throughout the year to produce these really, really cool events from our mum brunch in Vancouver and Toronto. And then we're doing a Toronto yacht party again. So you, May 28th. You did that, was it last yeah. year or two years ago? Uh, last year. So last okay. year was the comeback after COVID. So yeah, that's yeah. why we decided yeah, yeah. to do everything. So we do four parties with them a year. And the Mum Brunch Toronto is on May 28th, Sunday, May 28th. So if you saw what we did on Thomas Jack, we're going to do some really crazy stuff for this one, like on another level, Okay, which is going to be cool. Hey, no, you know what? You screwed me last Mum Brunch. Remember that? I literally brought, I think I brought Your my mother. mother. Yeah, you brought, and you put yeah, me like a, one of the, not, I don't, there's no bad table, but you didn't put me in a good one. So you owe me this year. I owe you. Yes. Okay. I, okay. Done. Okay. I'll put you at a better table. But usually you're already wandering around. If it wasn't for your mom, if it wasn't for your mom, you would have yeah, been say, wandering I gotta around. Say, I got to say, I got to say, Do you know the nice part is when like my friends don't, so don't get me wrong. I love my friends. I love going out with the squad. Yeah. But I said this the other day when, uh, when was it? Uh, last Sunday when I came to Thomas Jack. Yeah. Georgie's like, who are you going with? I'm like, solo. He's like, why? You didn't invite anybody? I'm like, I invited the squad. Nobody came. Like my eight, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. my like five or six go-to guys. Yeah. Nobody responded. So I'm going to DBA. Not even. He was out of town that weekend. That's why. But yeah. I said, when I go alone, it's always nice. Cause then the like, if I want to buy a bottle, I buy a bottle. I don't have to like be like, Hey guys, you want to split a bottle or whatever? I can sit at your table and I know I got a good table yeah, there. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you can kind of do a, when I wander, nobody cares that I wander because I'm there like alone. You're buzzing, and, yeah. What are the odds on a Sunday that you don't know people at Parliament? Uh, just, that's, uh, but that's the whole thing is that again is the community feel everyone yeah. knows your name and that and we've like we've built that culture around which is really sweet and yeah no i'm excited to what the summer is like i we already know that also everyone else inside the city is going to be doing a ton of stuff oh, throughout yeah. the summer but again another i wouldn't say spoiler alert, but there are some really cool stuff that we're going to be launching throughout the summer on sundays to do some really cool stuff activations and other exciting stuff to keep like our brand and just like the party like keep no, like rolling but like you can't really go wrong with all of our pricing and to what it is like you yeah. said we have we have like everything that people really want so yeah but again you buzz around because after people are done partying here or depending it's like everywhere else it's like everyone starts at parlor if you go home and you're smart, you get sleep and you can wake up on a Monday. But if you want to be full craziness and go later, it's like you're ending at Marble. You're ending yeah. at another spot. You're on the bar at Locals Only doing some other crazy stuff. So it's like it all like I will say that we contribute really well to everyone else around. A hundred percent. You know what I love about Sundays? I, I Sorry, I love and I hate because I've done both sizes. Sundays are good because if you drink on a Sunday, you start drinking, let's say noon one. By seven or eight, when the party starts to die down, you're ready to go home most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. On the flip side, when you don't go home, like when you're supposed to. No, you get into witching hour. Oh, man. I've had a couple Sundays where I've gone it's out after. It's 8 to 1 a.m. It's a, Yeah. It, it, that's why Saturdays. I, I refuse yeah. to drink on Saturdays anymore because I always go on Saturday night. So if I drink on Saturday during the day, I'm still going out at see, night. See, I'm not a huge advocate of Saturdays anymore. I See, I just love a good like... 
you wake up and I go for a run almost every like Saturday yeah, or Sunday yeah. morning or a walk down King. I well, that, King. That was also what you said to me on Thomas Jack because you're training for the Ironman. Uh, yeah. Iron so you said you're like, I already did like a 10, 15 K round. I'm like, you're crazy. Yeah. So once you do that and you start walking back and usually I start walking from Bathurst to Spadina, <laughs> that's my walk down King, like my yeah. cool down. And you see people and everyone's walking their dogs and then, you know, girls got their athleisure shit on. Yeah, Boys yeah, are like, yeah, yeah. they got their, their outfits. They're ready to go. You walk by locals. You kind of peep in anybody in there right now. No, you see a couple of people having drinks on Ruby. Like, all right, this is going to be a Sunday yeah. or a Saturday, whatever day of the week it is. Right. But like also people, people are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel right now because after like we had our harsh bit of winter in the last like oh, yeah. four weeks. Yep. And then now this past week and with all hotter weather and everything, and we hit double digits, like five times. In the and, last that's 10 days. The, and that's the exciting thing for not only the masters, starting this weekend which usually like signifies summer's coming but then it's like now the vibes on the sundays alone are just going to be so much greater because people when it's hot you want to drink you want to just like keep that vibe going and it's something about well, it's god's day but god's day makes you want to just have so Too much bad more shit. yeah yeah <laughs> i <laughs> man i'm god's i'm day, yeah, i was even thinking man, about it, I'm like, fuck, this sunday's easter i'm like ah. Oh, how do I go out on Easter? Like, I should what's your like, lineup though? I'm going to Halifax. Actually, I booked it today Pickle randomly. Ball, yeah. No, just okay. I needed a place that was kind of close that I haven't been to that's got good fish, and I Halifax was where I settled. <laughs> I literally booked it in like a couple hours ago. Have you not been? That's never why. been to Halifax. Okay, so that's I haven't been either. I have a little bit of family out there. They have invited us out there to their cottage. And I've never done it either. There was a show that Frank was going to do, and it just got canceled. So it was like that was my one spot where I was like, oh, I got to go there just for work. But now I've heard beautiful things, amazing things about it. And that's the like the east part of our beautiful country we haven't been a part of that yeah. I haven't, sorry, that yeah, I've not been a part of yet that I really want to experience. Well, I was even thinking, I was like, I could drive to Montreal, but if I drive to Montreal, it's still five hours. I'm like, that's fine. The flight is 25,000 points and 100 bucks in taxes. Like our Easter plans got canceled, the side yeah. note, but. I was like, fuck mom, dad, like you guys want to go to Halifax? It's really cheap. Like I've got enough points. I'll book everything. Hotel, I paid like a hundred bucks or something. Like, that's not right, So I'm going to go out there, have a, have myself a time. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think Easter is also that like spot where you also know that the weather is going oh, around. Yeah. It, it obviously snuck up so fast. Like March is just so nuts in itself. Like literally Mar March madness, because that's like St. Pat, like, all events kind of really start to skyrocket from there. Yeah. And it's that time of the year where it's like, Okay, so if you're still in school, this exam season, you're basically done exams in two weeks. Is that what it is? Well, yeah, April was always exam season for us, remember? No, oh, man. Fuck, it's is, been like a decade, a yeah. A decade. But it's like, exams are done, so the, the young people want to go out. For all of us kind of like older people, the weather turns. We're like, old. We are old. We're old. We are, man, old. I got my, my grades are coming in so fucking bad. It's like, every time I get a haircut, she's like... <laughs> Crazy. You want me to put that thing in on your hair I was telling you about? I was like, no, I don't want fucking dye in my hair. I don't mind going gray. I'll go gray. I'm okay with it. But anyways, <laughs> it's like, now it's, the weather turns. Yeah. You know, you just had that long winter. I'm mm -hmm. like, I got, I'm itchy now. Fuck. But now I got I to gotta be careful because, again, training for this Ironman is going to kick my ass. When so, is that? Uh, it's in Muskoka, July 8th. Oh, you're doing that one. Yeah. So... I remember said, Michael Latifi used to do Yeah, those. yeah, but he's legit. He's like Is he still going? I don't know, but I remember I used to follow him on Instagram a while back and like he's legit. He used to do him like sub five hours, I think. Something ridiculous. That's crazy. Like I'm aiming to do like six and a half. That's still an accomplishment I, itself. Just finishing is an accomplishment. hundred percent. So I said this April, May, June are like I'm drinking once a week unless I'm out of town. 
Okay. Then I'm allowed to drink twice a week. So I'm actually going to try. So in Halifax, week. you're going. No, to... it's a family trip, so I'm good. I don't need to drink. There's no itch to drink when I'm with Elaine and Frank. You have a couple beers while you're like. Come on, Elaine. Chugging down oysters. Yeah, we're not turning up. We're not turning up. We're not going to turn right. up in fucking Your mom's Halifax. TikTok is the funniest yeah, thing. Shout out Elaine, mom. Yes. Love you. She, she is, is awesome. That she was is. that. I've been watching it. It's it's, it's really cool. She, and she's having so much fun with it, which like. It's fun to see like baby boomers getting into that realm of social media now. And if they can grasp it and really go with it, that's the stuff that will go viral. It's the thing is, just, you know what? Social media is different to every single person. Like even there, there's days where like re- like weeks where right now, like I'm so, I'm just like, I'm done with it. I just, I well, need to you, focus you on treat this. it as like some sort of a business. Yeah, Your mom yeah. is just having fun with it. Yeah. And it's like, if you can have fun with it and post mm-hmm. and just like, you're not addicted to it or spending like three hours a day on it, man, have your fucking fun. People are like, even when I used to do it, people were like, oh, that video's so dumb. I was like, Kaylin, don't fucking watch it. Some other people <laughs> like it. Like, you're chirping me about a video that went viral. Like, what? What are we talking about here, right? And then Elaine's just having fun. She's down. They just got back. But do you? But do you consider yourself a TikToker? No. Come on. No. no? I think whatever brings you the most amount of revenue, that's okay. what. You, that's what you are. Okay. In, in my opinion, yeah. right? Like. You're a hybrid then. Construction makes yeah. like my my yeah, you're I'm, living. I'm a I'm a full time construction worker, part time yeah, yeah, yeah. content guy. There you go. Actually, you know someone said that because I said TikTok. They're like, "Wait, don't you have a podcast?" So like, you're a content guy. I was like, "All right, content I'll take guy. that content guy." I guess that's the like mature. Yeah. Well, well there's like, inf- influencers like that low level. Like mm. you don't want to be called an influencer. Then there's you know your content. It's like creators. influencers now have that bad rep yeah, because you're yeah. an influencer. Well, man, remember that I, I don't, this is a little off topic, but remember that like some random girl got roasted online because she was like super rude in person at like an event and some random like young girl met her and she was like super rude or something in New York. I don't know. Everyone was talking about it. I don't know, maybe two don't months know. ago. Anyways, I uh, I'm trying to s- kind of eliminate my TikTok time too. It's tough now because with the pod, this is obviously how you promote, right? Like this I, is, and, that, and I've said the same thing with Instagram, Instagram, but like I, I, I would love to get rid of Instagram. I would love to make my profile private just to like kind of like showcase who I am to decide who it is. But it's like I need to make it a public public figure profile just because I have to promote. Well, I you, have are to, the, so you are the face of this place. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like you, you know. it, it, it's hard, but it's just like I wish sometimes you just wish like Instagram was what Instagram was made for, like just the picture rather than like the full on video content. But it's like innovation of everything else yeah, yeah it's cool it, it, one thing that is nice and i this doesn't really help you with it but this is what i found that you can start scheduling posts on everything right now. i saw i saw so that, like yeah. even today i scheduled or last night i scheduled some posts for this week so i don't have to worry about it i don't have to think about it it's, well, it's within instagram yeah, now within rather instagram. than doing the hoot suites and whatever yeah yeah because right? what i started doing is i don't delete instagram i just delete the actual app off my phone right so like my profile is live all week long and then sometimes, yeah, like you're, you're talking to someone. So I'll check on my computer at work, but I'm not going to be scrolling on my computer at work. No. I scroll on Instagram anytime it's, I'm in the bathroom, anytime I'm on a couch, is. anytime I'm in my bed. Sometimes I pick up my phone and I just scroll. And yeah, I'm like, I, I just did this five minutes ago. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like TikTok, I don't even scroll that much though. Like, cause Instagram's, I feel like us older people, like we, Instagram's more of our shit than TikTok. Cause like, 100%. that's what we grew up, not grew up, but that's what we had in our twenties. Well, I was saying this the other day is that like, like I missed the Blackberry. I missed, I missed my BBM, BBM pings. BBM. Remember that? I remember it was done that on a Friday night like up on Carl. Yeah. 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 Way back. I, I missed that. I missed that age a bit, but like, don't get me wrong. It feels like it's coming back, but it won't come back. But I missed that direct contact. Like those were your friends. That was your thing. You put your status or MSN when you did that, because how I was thinking about it was like going back to the April fool's joke where it's like, if I were to have pulled that, like, 
10, sorry, 10 years ago, it would have never got to the scale that it was, no. right? It was like our old school promoting, which is just like, some of those things are just so much better where I love calling people more or the FaceTimes yeah. are great. Like you FaceTime me all the time, yeah. we FaceTime each other. But I love doing that with my friends. And it's just like, you just feel that more personal welcome rather than like, you're not just a pawn. Man, the promoters these days and or event hosts, whatever you want to call them, will never know what it's like to, to do like actual promo work. Now it's yeah, like you get a promoter, they make a TikTok and they make a couple of like Facebook or Instagram like stories and like, oh, that's that's a promo. It's like they'll never remember what the days were like when we were scouring like Facebook for birthdays a month in advance to message and, every single person. And that's and that's what like I kind of, you know, what? but it's like Facebook owns Instagram. So I am so rattled that they haven't put the birthday function because if that were to happen, I'm going back to that tactic. Oh, that tactic was that oh, tactic. You're shooting ninety percent. Exactly. You know those birthdays are coming up, and that's like the whole thing now is that well, what we'll be launching on Dear Lady very soon is that like if you have a birthday, come celebrate with us, and we're going to be incentivizing people to do that. But that that a was the that, or right, one hundred percent. But that was the one thing that I loved Facebook for as being a like as starting as a promoter, and you were doing that. That just it was just a tool to help you. Or it's just like, we didn't have Instagram. So it's like, I remember dollar beers and jacks where I literally was posting the free limo, but I was posting flyers on like literally on telephone poles, telephone poles. It was the, like you had the cards on the corner, flyers. like when like frog was doing thing, I just had those. We had, we paid that like a couple of like peons to do it like down at Jim Bob. So they would uh, then come down because that was a free cover thing to come in, man. There were so many things that they were cover. I miss cover. I miss cash. Dude, we okay, don't wait, charge let me cover. Ask you. Okay. Hold on. Let me ask you we this. I, I there's saw no this. cover anymore. Except apparently, Isabel's does cover. I didn't really? even know that. Apparently. I, I haven't been yet. I've been meaning to go. I, I ran into Cam. Actually, I ran into Cam here last week. And, uh, I've been meaning I know. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, great to yeah. see him. It, me and him actually had a good conversation. Uh, actually, I got a message, Cam. Shout out to Cam if you listen. What's up, Cam? Um, <laughs> I want to ask you this. I saw this hot take. Okay. Uh, these girls from Montreal, they have a podcast called My Chemical Podcast. Something like that. Anyways. Chemical. My, My Chemical, chemical Podcast. Okay. And they just talk about like dating, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So their hot take was, it is a red flag or a massive turnoff if men don't carry cash all the time with them. Uh, do you care? First off, do you carry cash? Yes or no? Uh, I do. Because you my, carry cash. So I, I've been carrying it more lately just for those things where if the bartender like from afar is too rang up for me because like... They're whipping in, in like assholes that are like the people that are like ordering your espresso martinis at like 1230 a.m. And they're still shaking like a perfect example is that laissez-faire. And it's like the guy beside you just like done like four and one of the bartenders is making it. And it's just like you can't pay your bill fast enough. So it's like here's the cash. I know it will cover it. Here you go. I can then dip. Yeah. But what my dad always taught me is that you should always be rolling around with 200 in your pocket always and i've always kind of had and i've been using that mentality now that like i can afford to have 200 dollars <laughs> in my pocket all the time. back in the london days no no no, no, no. And, and, and like and just in its own self it's like i guess like i've matured enough to then and like got to a point where i can do that now but cash is not always king anymore but i feel in that part but whenever i go to the u.s i always have cash okay yeah i always have in, cash. A, in a different country i, agree I always that. but I, here but it, the, the digital age is always like that but i wouldn't say it's a red flag no i saw that i was like i'm gonna i literally commented on it <clears throat> saying like in no way first off a lot of places don't even carry don't even accept cash anymore correct like you have homeless people that literally accept <laughs> like 
fucking top now in the states or like uh bus uh, what are they called buskers well uh, a lot like of venmo performers. a lot of stuff is like when you go and saw at live nightclub with uh it went the bathroom attendants they'll have their venmo yeah thing and you or, just or they have it. top and stuff exactly so i was like man that's a i don't know that's a little bit of a hot take but again you know what's funny you said your dad told you that my dad always carries cash yeah my dad will never not have cash and money. that's the thing is that i remember always going to the bank with my dad and then he would always go reload his wallet and always have it there and it always was that thing that I saw that I was like one day I always want to be able to do that and just have it there no how much cash you got in your pocket right now I'm about to see I'm about to see if you actually, actually do this. yeah let's see I have a $50 American bill <laughs> that's probably still from Miami too yes but then I also heard <laughs> that another hot take is that um to be financially sound with your money how how long can you keep i think there was something sorry i not a hot take i think like there was another thing that i had heard that can you keep a hundred dollars in your wallet without spending it could you ever do that oh easily but this is the other thing too is that you usually forget about it i had that because i just was in miami and that's the thing. Whenever I'm in the U.S., always, I always carry cash. I always have that cash because cabs are quicker. They're easier. The tipping. Now, I don't. I dislike how the U.S. currency is all the same color. I love our Monopoly money. And I our love, how it's, I love how it's plastic, too. And that's huge. Oh, huge. Right. So that's another big thing. But overall, yes, Carrying cash, I think, is key. I wouldn't say it's a red flag. I just think with the new age of stuff that you don't always need cash. I'm going to tell you a funny story. I'm going to put myself on blast here a little bit. Any <laughs> any women that I've either gone on dates with or I'm trying to go on dates with are going to listen to this and be like, you're an asshole or something. <laughs> so I was in Vegas, right, with Loud Luxury. Okay. We had a crazy day. Crazy day. It looked like it. I saw when you put on the... And when I'm in Vegas, you always have cash to start the trip. Correct. But I never have cash ever, somehow. I just like, you, you go gambling, you lose it. Mm -hmm. Got no cash. So we're leaving. I meet this woman, beautiful. We, we have some, we're having fun. We leave together, right? She's like, oh, my friends are coming. Like, we got to drop them off at Luxor first. I was like, sure, no problem. Mm -hmm. Go to get an Uber. It's like 12 minutes away. I was like, fuck it. Let's just jump in one of those like black SUVs. So like, mm -hmm. it's going to be like, whatever, 70 bucks or something. I got no cash in my pocket, right? <laughs> no big deal. So we get in. I was like, I got, ta I got credit card. I'll pay. We go, we get to Luxor. I go to pay. Mm -hmm. So whatever, the girls start walking. I'm paying, finishing up. And, you know, it's a good, like, a minute probably to pay, right? A minute, maybe 90 seconds to pay, like, tip. Right. Let it go through. And girls start walking, so I pay. I start walking. By the time I catch up to the women, we're about, I know, 100 feet from the limo. Yeah. Don't I follow the wrong women? I get up, so I was like, oh, shit. And mind you, like, <laughs> I'm looking like I do when I leave this place or, like, when I leave, like, a parlor Sunday. So you know I'm not, that. like, in the right state of mind. And yeah, I ended up following the wrong women. Didn't get their number. Nothing. So wow. I guess uh, I have a video of me and, so the, me and the girl. So yeah, now <laughs> this is my lesson learned. My lesson learned. I need to carry Hot cash. Takes. If I carried cash, that wouldn't have happened. My chemical podcast or yeah, whatever, just good, teaching good you the actually, ways. I ran into one of the, the girls. Um, so I'm, mm -hmm. I kind of know one from Instagram. Like we, we chat. I'm actually okay. going to go on their podcast. Uh, it's, they're based out of Montreal. So I'm there for cool. F1 in June. Nice. So I'm going to go on there and talk about dating because now, according to TikTok, I'm a dating person. You always have been. Not really. Yes, you have. Come just on. Your content like, is all around yeah, the that's, hopeless that's, romantic. That's TikTok. That's so, but, I'm actually okay. changing. I'm changing. I'm wow. Rebranding. I, I, oh, I saw the reel today. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, the putting, that's why I'm putting, like, I'm not posting as much because I need the algorithm to like 
go silent you? for a bit okay. so then I could start fresh. Rip that's it. that's okay. the goal. We'll see. Um, but no, so I'm, I was in LA and I'm like, Randomly, sure, I look up. I'm like, this girl looks really familiar. I'm like, but what are the odds that I run into a woman while I'm, that I kind of know who she is while I'm waiting to have brunch by myself mm-hmm. on like in West Hollywood? So I go up to her. I'm like, are you Veronica? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I fucking know you. Like, small world. We ended up chatting just completely random. But Bing, bang, boom. Yeah, it's crazy. But like that's that. also social media working in its ways and wonders of just knowing each other and just like where before you're never going to meet that it was like getting the phone number, like you said, girls in Vegas, like you didn't have it. But now it's like the quick follow thing, or you can, <laughs> if you know the group of people, if you fly, you can find somebody. Man, I've always said like more women fun. need to be detectives, especially now with social media. Mm-hmm. That's a hot take. I, not actually, that's not a hot take. I lied. That's just it's just the way a hot comment. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way that it happens. Oh man. Anyways, always, I want to get back. Um, I wanted to talk about Greenwood Stakes because that's coming up. I still haven't attended one yet. Yeah, I know you're I'm an a, asshole. Mind you, there's always been other uh, like life. Saturday, happening. September 9, twenty three. This year on oh, you doing it later this year. So we did, we started it last year. So when before me and my business partner Dax bought uh, the full thing. Uh, Woodbine's also our partner. Um, we decided we had always done it in like May and June when it first launched. And you're always, again, like we're an outdoor, like it's an outdoor yeah. event. It's horse racing. So it's like the gamble with weather in May and June is very, it's, it, it, it's a tough gamble because it can either be super cold. It can be super hot, or it could just like, that is also a rainier season tail end of September just works because everyone's just so excited about the summer cottages concerts festivals the weddings everything after those summers done after labor day long weekend it's like we're back the city is buzzing on another level because everyone is home so we, d- we and, then, decided, and then there's also yeah. like a time limit on like how many weeks are left exactly in September. so you it's always so it's at once labor day happens then it's like what is going next so that's why dax and i had decided let's do it the weekend after on the saturday make it that whole thing it does align with tiff so we are like hey our goal is to build it into like eventually a monster it already like last year was a very good year of like how many how people do you guys do so last year we do just over 1500 people oh, fuck. so, so this year is growing to like 2300 uh again we're in the event space on the east side of track if you were to look at the 50 yard marker then we're on the, on the event right. space on the right hand side we were thinking actually tomorrow's our first call to do all of our organization to move forward to get everything going but we wanted to take over the grandstands this year but with all of the new construction and the launch of the casino and everything we're going to wait until that's actually running for a full year to then do some really cool activation stuff to build it back over there okay but the event space this year we're we're really focusing last year was like the year back from covid introduce everyone back i think everyone and their mothers thought it was an amazing time and we're just doing we're really focusing on more production a better overall event than what it already is and then the entertainment element i can't tease anything yet but like we're gonna build something with some cool entertainment built in as well okay yeah but you get dressed up uh it's around it's lifestyle events so it's like uh entertainment from your cocktails getting dressed up the horse racing which is fun in itself if you haven't done it before just gambling either if it's 
three dollars to five thousand. Whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. your budget is. But but it's a great day, and it just you feel special like dressing up. You like curate your outfit. Like 100%. I'm already getting my custom event from God Style Mel. Shout out to you That's and Natasha nice that have like the best custom suits ever. Uh, like you you get excited for those kind of things. So well, it's it's also something different, right? right. Like exactly. Gives- we have Queen's Plate, and like that's like um, King's Plate. Isn't it called Queen's Plate? But the Queen has just passed away, so now it is oh, actually fuck. so they're rebranding to the King's Plate now. So what Woodbine is doing is that with this whole new thing of the King, is that it's kind of giving itself their new fresh look. And don't get me wrong, the Woodbine team, since they're our partners too, of what they're activating, like building within Woodbine in the next bit, is incredible. But you're gonna see a lot of new stuff from them this year with that, and yeah. then tie off is like. Like Queen King's Plate has been around for what? Like 50 plus years? years yeah, 100 years. So whatever. it's been there. It's a mainstay of Woodbine and the Toronto like racing scene. Whereas like we are the new age of like bringing a cool factor to being like racing is cool again. Yeah. This is the way that you should be doing it. This is the way that this is introducing people that have never done it. And there's people that like literally don't know anything about horse racing. They're just like, right. you know what? We want to get dressed up. We want to like go to a good vibe. Right. And sometimes again, like as much as I love, you know, doing parlor, doing King, King West, it's nice to change it up once a month or something. Correct. Right. Like it's always nice to go to a different bar, a different venue to get dressed up. Like mm-hmm. the outfit that you wear to Queens plate or, or Greenwood Stakes is not the outfit that you're wearing on King West. Exactly. On and, and that's the whole, uh, that's the whole vibe of the event is that like you, you're dressing up for something different. You're going to have an experience that you never really have. And now that we've like built the base and the credibility of the brand. And now we're just keeping on elevating, which is like our goal is to go over to the back over to the grandstands to then grow it to a large, like our goal is to go over like 10,000 people in the next like three to four years. But it's like, how are we going to do that? We're building a whole entertainment arm into it as well. And then we'll so, plus, plus the rentals with them. That'll help a lot exactly. too. So it's like, I just, I'm very excited for this year just because of what we're introducing to it. And then what we're going to be building on a larger scale over there is going to be incredible to where it's like, wow, this is like, this is something really, really, really special. And then aligning it in the September range, it was like, it is tip. So the concept also behind that and the thought process is like, well, there's so many movie stars they need other events to go to and we work with a lot of the PR agencies. So yeah. it's like, Hey, like bring out Tom you're, Cruise. Yeah. You're bring here. Out you're already here. This is something for you to do something different than just being within the King West bubble around tip stuff. They have some other something else going on. So that's a goal that we can eventually get to that. And it's like very, like you see it happening, right? It's right. not like, it's like unbelievable. Like it's the same thing as like the mm. thing, right? Like it's, it's something <laughs> that's very believable. You post about it. Yeah, People, yeah, yeah. you can see something like that. It gives that you happen. the cred too, right? Yeah. So, uh, show, like if anyone or movie stars that are going to be watching this come, <laughs> on September 9th alongside Ricky because you have to come this year. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm just saying normally <laughs> normally I'm in Europe that time of the year. I'm usually in Europe. I usually go the last week of August to the first the second weekend of September. Hot take right but now. Are you coming? That being said, I'm not going to Europe this year. So I've decided uh, to, uh, so you know what I should be able to come and it is my birthday September 6th and which I think you missed we- I think you missed last year but it's okay. Maybe. I don't know. Can't remember. No. no. Yeah. You, yes, you did because no. I did my birthday here the Sunday after, and you're like, I'll make up for it. And I think you gave me a bottle or something. I think I celebrated something around yeah. that with you, but it yeah, was something like that. Anyways, no big deal. I, I still love you either way. <laughs> uh, Ollie, before we wrap, we're almost nearing that time. I want to know any uh, travel plans, anything else happening outside of 
kind of the stuff we talked about? Um, yeah. So traveling out west of Vancouver. Okay. Uh, going to be out there for Mum Brunch Vancouver. So our thing. That's, when is that's, that? the that's the beginning of May on May 7th. So I'll be out west. Okay. I love that. Uh, we'll be out west again for the Dayton Cup, which is basically the sister, like, sorry, the like big brother of the Greenwood Stakes. Okay. So I'm out there doing handling. So we have, actually, I don't know if I can say who I have. Okay. But actually. Uh, no, I don't think I can. Okay. Uh, no but anyway, we have two really big artists for that event that I'm handling and making sure everything uh, rolls well for. And then um, since I'm not touring with Frank anymore, so it's like I'm kind of just having that summer. Like I haven't had a Toronto summer. Um, we just sold our cottage last year. So going to rent a cottage in a different part. Like we were on Lake Huron looking to do that. There has been possibility of maybe Europe, but like right now it is super expensive. Whereas like just coming back from whatever, but I'm sure... Frank's also playing in another city because now I'm in best friend mode. So now I can go to another show. So I'm like, actually like have fun, not work. Exactly. Somehow he always makes me work, but anyway, but that's just what I love to do anyway. But other than that, no, I, I really excited about like going to a bud stage event, doing bud, like, you know, just doing those Toronto things where I never really got to have right, having summer. a boat on a Saturday afternoon. You got it. Like I haven't done that in since like, well, before COVID. So I know exactly what you mean. Cause last yeah. year was, I ended up going to Europe, but yeah. I love the city of Toronto in the summer. Like exactly. this, win the winters suck. And like, I'm very close to just saying like, fuck this place Agreed. many times. I'm the same. But in the summer, like I'm talking once summer's like, like after like May two, four weekends, like the yeah. actual like start of summer, yeah. in my opinion. And that's when the city, like you have three months where every single day something's happening. And that's the whole thing that I'm excited to get back to about, which this summer is going to be epic. I'm really excited for what we have here. I'm excited to what the city of Toronto and other stuff that we, like we have, like the Jay's new stadium, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like that, that stuff what I'm really excited for. But just before we're closing off here, you have been, you've, you've been tickling my ear about this new pickleball franchise of Toronto. Oh yeah. So we were talking about it with Frank and I over the thing and a few other people. So it's like, we like, we got to make this happen. So I don't know if I could say this yet. <clears throat> Fuck it. They probably won't listen to this. I'm very close to getting a team in Toronto. Right. Like I'm very, very close. Um, I, I can't say too much because I might get in trouble. I, I don't know. Or might Actually, fuck it. I don't think it's going to hurt my chances because this is why I have a chance again. It's because I do this content stuff. Correct. But there's a new uh, Canadian Pickleball League. So you know the one in the States, the M uh, M MLP, the Major League Pickleball. Yeah. And that's like a big one. All the stars have invested right. in it. They're, they have no plans to grow in Canada yet. Right. Which you're like, whatever it is. But you is. have to build something within Canada you, to you then to, get right? yourself like, on the North pick, American Pickleball is not as big in, in South America as it is in North America. Okay, right. so Canada's the second biggest fucking country here. Like, right. there needs, it not needs to be a team, but as you see, like, there's more tournaments. Every week there's a new tournament popping up somewhere in Canada. Well, you're always in one. Yeah, well, fucking <laughs> So there's so many starting, right? And then there's, the league's going to be just the Canadian folks league. So all the players will be Canadian and it won't work on the same weekends as like any of the major events in the States. So it won't hinder people that do travel to the States. Like there's so many pros that Canadian pros that play in the States. Yeah. This would be a Canadian one. So I'm, uh, I'm, I think I'm very close to getting one and we'll see what happens. I know, I know you, you'll come on board. Frank will come on. I know Adrian Simon says he's going to come on. Maybe we'll get the loud luxury boys and maybe that'll be our thing. We're like a music team, right? Like they've well, the whole got thing is that it's like, if there's nothing much around it, but I think with the, getting the right people involved, and like our support that people will want to come play for us or like we will get the well, better thing like, or, or our home or, events or, will be big ones, right? A hundred percent. Or we'll also be inducted to play and then let's call it in the next five years. 
yeah. the next five years, we will be a part of the North American. Yeah, thing. I think it gets well, bought. You have to start somewhere, but I, I think it's no, but then cool. maybe, maybe you that the players the on your team. Yeah, maybe your team, your players on your team are part of the Canadian Olympic team. Hundred percent. Like, so what's the, what, what cool. do you think the wage is? Like, if we have the top player in Canada, well, how much are we paying him? I no fucking clue, man. My, my, Free right parlor now, pizza. Yeah, there's no salaries <laughs> in pickleball, right? The top pickleball player in the so world. We have to, but, the top yeah, pickleball yeah. player in the world, an American named Ben Johns, right? and the girls Anna Lee Waters. I think they. Like in prize money, maybe they clear like 100K, but that's prize money in like eight tournaments or 10 tournaments they play in, right? right. So it's not like it's like... We're getting in good then. Potentially, man. You never all fucking right. know. You well, never know. Uh, anyways, all, wait, when was the last time we had you on? Was it? It, it was, was during COVID. It was during COVID. Was it at George's? It was at, the, uh, it was at the podcast studio. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay, so we had you like Way late back. into year one though yeah so i was like hard no it was though. the first one first one i was done online and we yes, were like we did, this is a third time this is my third time i think you're only like okay minus db you're maybe the second person that's been on three times that's huge no maybe you're the first actually db's db's been on like four or five times probably but i think your crunch was on twice maybe yeah so now i'm in so what are you getting me I, <laughs> I might do merch again. I might do I was merch again. Say, but you just, have to have like a certain merch. So like I want like the gold yeah, shirt. Yeah, the, the third, the or third. Or you buy series. me a pickleball racket that has like my the, name on it. I'll get you. Or something. like you know, if like you hit those certain tiers, that's what you got to do. I'm gonna get you like a little. It's nice like Palm Tree Crew. Once you sign to the team, you get the like Kygo. Yeah, you know what? We're, you, like, man, we're, we're on a, like a tight budget here. We got no fucking money here. Like you know that. <laughs> I'll we'll get you reason. something. Though. Okay, I'll get you something. Ollie, as always, it's been a fucking pleasure. Uh, if people want to come check out Parlor and Dear Lady, where are they located? Uh, 642 King Street West between Bathurst and Portland. Uh, walk down the alley and you'll and if, see what's up. If they want to find out more about Parlor and Dear Lady, where, where can uh, they go? At the Parlor Restaurants uh, on Instagram, at Dear Lady T.O. on Instagram, and then www.dearlady.com and www.theparlorrestaurants.com. Do people still go to websites? Yes. Actually? So many bookings and inquiries. Really? Me. Yeah. I'm actually he, redoing our dear lady one because even, just anytime I do movies. anything, I just go on Google and like, you know, when you type in the restaurant on right. Google, you have that little like box on the side. Well, that's what it has. And then yeah. it like links us to our page. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway. Yeah. And then if you want to find out more about you and follow you and everything you're doing at Ollie Shanks on Instagram. All right. Ollie, appreciate you. Yeah. If you made it to the end, we appreciate you. Thank you. Live Thank from you. dear lady. If you're watching on YouTube and other than that, we'll see you next week, pals. Cheers. Bye. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every I got alone No one thing You're not alright I'm not alright to the end of this episode just know that i honestly genuinely love you thank you so much for listening i uh, give you a little sneak peek into next week's episode we have the dj duo from vancouver young bombs they just released their new single bad and the remix is actually coming out next week so this lines up perfectly uh that episode was a very bad no i'm kidding it was a great episode these guys were amazing uh we laughed we joked we just had a uh, honestly a really good time and 
Ollie, who was just on this episode, was a co-host. So if you got a chance, stick around, listen, share this with your friends. I genuinely really appreciate you. Hit me up if you hear this. Maybe if I have some leftover Prowls merch, I'll, uh, I'll get you some. But other than that, we'll see you next week, guys. Cheers.